Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for a Torah number 851. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at Rabbi Ismach at take10fortorah.org. Today's 10 is sponsored by the Lewis family, Le'ili Nishmas, Fred Lewis, Fabel Yitzchak, Ben Aftali, David. So I wanted to discuss something relating to what we do on Friday night. So we know Friday night there's Kabbalah Shabbos, but that's of more recent vintage. One of the oldest things that we've been doing on Friday night is actually brought in the Seder of Amram Gon. The Seder of Amram Gon tells us that one of the things that we should be doing is reading a particular chapter, the second chapter of Mesecha Shabbos, the Mishnah of Mesecha Shabbos. And so that is known as Bameh Madlikin, with what do we light? So the chapter we're probably familiar with, because Nusach Ashkenaz reads this, uh, Nusach Sfard reads something else. We're not going to get to that uh, during this 10 minutes. But the Bamem Madlikin asks the question in the beginning of the chapter, with what do we light and with what can't we light? And the basic laws are as follows. You want to make sure that you're lighting, in the beginning of the chapter at least, you want to make sure that you're lighting with things that are high quality, otherwise you're going to adjust and fix, and you're not allowed to light or fuel fires on Shabbos. There's another restriction about reading La'or Haner, reading next to a light, because of the fact that the way the lights work, they would require tipping when they would go out, even with good oils, but that's a separate consideration. Here we're just talking about generally what can you light with, and we're talking about the Shabbos candles, of course, specifically as well. So that's one of the topics. There are a few topics relating to lighting candles, and it's a relatively random chapter. And why are we reading this, and when exactly are we reading this? When I was a kid, the sitter that we would use in my shul would have Bamem Adlikin right at the end of davening, and then, uh, for whatever reason, my shul wouldn't say at the end of davening, they would say it between Kabbalah, Shabbos, and Mariv, and you would always have to flip back, and I never really understood why that is. So I finally figured it out. Now, we also add a couple of chapters at the end of Bama Medlik, and I hope to get to that uh, maybe at the end of this 10 or a different time. So to begin, not everybody had this custom. The Rambam does not mention anything about saying Bama Madlikin, but others definitely do. Other Rishonim writing close to a thousand years ago talk about, and again, this is well before there was any custom even to say Kabbalah Shabbos. Maybe some people were saying one chapter of Mizmar Shir Liyom HaShabbos, the one chapter in Tehillim that deals with Shabbos, but people were not yet doing a full Kabbalah Shabbos, but they would do, uh, as the Machser Vitri students of Rashi, quoting from Rashi's teachings, would say, We would read this Mishnah, we would read this chapter, so that we would teach or recall the way we would like. So now that already gives purpose to this. Why do we read this chapter? There are 24 chapters in all of Mesech Shabbos. And also remember, this is not even a biblical mandate. There are biblical restrictions on Shabbos. Lighting candles or restrictions relating to lighting candles are only rabbinic in nature. So we really need to understand why this is. So many suggestions are given for why it is that this chapter became sort of part of the liturgy. The Sefer Ha'itim writing also close to a thousand years ago in Barcelona, he says, really, the reason we read this chapter is it kind of relates to what's going on. It relates because it deals with lighting candles. And also, the last Mishnah in the chapter also talks about, as others mentioned, also talks about what do you do at the end of the day on Friday. It says in the last Mishnah in the chapter, There are three things that a person needs to say as it gets dark. Did you take the Maaser? Ask, you know, whoever's running the household. 
did you take ma'asar? Because if you didn't tithe foods, you wouldn't be allowed to do that on Shabbos and therefore eat your food. So you would have to remember, because that's considered fixing the food, and so therefore you would have to remember to do that before Shabbos. A Ravten, did you make an of probably an of Chatseros, which would allow you to walk amongst homes in your little neighborhood, in your little alley? Hedliko Asaner, did you light the candles? And so that question is also something which should feed our interest right before Shabbos. But the Sefer Ha'itim, back to that, Sefer Ha'itim says, no, 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 this is actually a more pragmatic purpose. There were people who would come late, could you imagine? There were people who would come late on Friday afternoon to shul. Of course, they'd be busy, they just got off the train, they just got out of the shower, they're running to shul, and they're catching up and davening. It's really dark outside after shul on Shabbos. And so theoretically, they would be exposed and have to stick around late and you know, and need to walk home alone. And so, in order to stall everybody else in shul, what would happen is they would add this Bama Madlikin for them to stall, have something else to say, so that the other people who had come late could catch up. And that's why we say Bama Madlikin. And of course, that would feed the reason that we should say Bama Madlikin all the way at the end of davening, and not in the middle, before Marav, and after Kabbalah Shabbos. That's one reason that's given. Okay. Others say, for example, the Sefer Hasidim says, the reason that we're supposed to do it is because to reinforce the mitzvahs that we do. We don't, uh, we don't learn all of Mesech HaShavas to do so, but right now we just lit candles. So in, in the, I guess the idea of reinforcing what we just had done, we should learn the laws of lighting candles, the laws of having just walked into shul, and make sure we remember all of the things that we need to do to reinforce the learning or the performance that we had just done. The Sefer Avudraham says two reasons, and these are of, of a much more practical reason. He says, He says, after Kiddush, right, that's all the way at the end. After Kiddush, we should do Bama Madlikin. Why? Because it has the laws of lighting, and it has the three things that one is supposed to remind themselves before Shabbos. Why don't we go through all the other laws, right? There are lots of laws in Masech Shabbos, and one might argue some of them are Torah prohibitions, and maybe even more serious, those should be the ones that we were reminding of, reminded of. He says, first of all, Mishab Torech Tzibur, it's going to take too long to read the entire Masechta. Inami Maybe because one of the reasons that's given for why it is that there is a mitzvah to light candles on Shabbos is to make sure that there is peace at home. Why does candles make? Why do candles make peace at home? Because if there's light at home, people aren't tripping over each other and, and getting all uh, nervous about it. Things and that what could happen if things were all dark. Remember, this is pre-electricity. Lights were a thing to have lights on over Shabbos. And in order to have lights over Shabbos, we would have to make sure you remember this and to remember lighting candles and the laws of candles. We would reinforce enforce the lighting of candles by making this declaration, saying, so that we reinforce this. Why would we do this over all the other mitzvahs? Because it relates to shalom bias, and there's nothing more important than shalom bias. So that's why we chose this. The Shamati, and he says, I've heard, the Avadraham continues, that there are people who say between Mincha and Marev, he says, and it makes sense. Why? Ki kriyaso achar arvis matoil. What in the world would be the point of reminding yourself how to light the candles or how to remember the three things that you may have forgotten after it's already Shabbos? It's too late. 
it's too late to go home and do anything about it. So therefore, if you do it earlier, maybe you can run home. And the truth is, this is still difficult. It's still difficult to uh, get and do this after we say L'chadodi nowadays, because L'chadodi already accepts the Shabbos upon us. So there is a custom to do it even before Kabbalah Shabbos, and to do it after Mincha, and this is one of the larger discussions that 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 are that that come up really when we talk about why we do it, because the why will depend on when. The Bach suggests that really it was done because we would make early Shabbos, not that people would get stuck out late, but people would make early Shabbos and they didn't want to go home and make Kiddush until nightfall, and so they would kill time, so to speak by going and learning about Mamadlikin and learning a little bit of Mishnayis before they would go home to make Kiddush. Okay, okay. so those are the general ideas that are offered, whether it's to, to, to remind us, to teach us, to do whatever it is, why that, that topic is chosen. But there's another very fascinating idea that's put forward, and that is why it is that we start with Shabbos. We start specifically on Shabbos, reading this Mishnayis to reinforce these laws of Hadalite candles. And that relates to a great controversy that existed over a thousand years ago, relating to the Karaites. Again, the Karaites, we've talked about in previous classes relating to Tshalant and relating to things that are left on, fires that are left on. There was a position, people who read Lusavaru, Eish Bechomosh Vosechem. What does that mean? You can't have a fire on all through Shabbos. Now, we never understood Lusavaru, Eish Bechomosh Vosechem in that way. We understood don't light a fire, don't cause a fire to be lit. But to continue a fire over the course of Shabbos is absolutely fine. That's why we eat chalant. That's why we have chalant during the day. We have a hot food, chamin, during the day. But this very issue was a bit of a controversy amongst this sect who believed you would not be allowed to light candles, to which we respond and to which we learn a chapter, the beginning of Shabbos, with what can we light? What do we light with before Shabbos? in order to make sure a light is lit throughout Shabbos. That might be the reason that we light, or that might be the reason that this became so popularized, to be able to say this chapter, out of all the other chapters, chapters of Masech Shabbos, it's not just to remind me how to light, it's not just to remind me my responsibilities to get done before Shabbos, but it's also to remember that we are allowed to light, and that that sect misunderstood the laws of Shabbos entirely, and that we ha- we were in the right in how we understood Shabbos. That may be the reason, all of them might be the reason, but in any event, try to remember to say by my